The Apartment Rebellion will not be televised. Resident experience will be more than a buzzword. Staff experience will finally matter. It's happening right now. It's in the hands of the doers, the innovators, the boundary pushers, who are moving the industry forward, just like the people on this show. This is the Apartment Rebels podcast, hosted by Flamingo CEO Jude Chi. Welcome, friends of the rebellion, and may the force be with you. So welcome to the latest episode of Flamingo's Apartment Rebels podcast. And the rebels today are uh, Jason and Kagan. Um, so both from Quex, uh, based out of Texas. I forgot the name of the location. Lubbock, Lubbock, <laughs> uh, Lubbock Texas. Texas. Um, so uh, welcome to our latest episode. So the reason why I really wanted to have you on is had a chance to speak with Jason at Optech when Optech was going on. And you guys have a really cool concept for a chatbot. Um, so it's a video chatbot that you can actually interact with in some uh, ways. Yep, and it makes things much, much uh, easier for site teams because it automates a lot of the daily, constant, repetitive questions that they get. Um, so welcome. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Very yeah. glad to be here. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about how you all kind of got involved with Quex and how you got into the apartment industry. Yeah, absolutely. So Quex was founded uh, by four partners who are owner operators mm -hmm. of apartment communities. Uh, they own uh, 55 or 60 communities across the state of Texas. Yeah. And, you know, they've kind of been in this space where they feel like there's just big gaps mm -hmm. from a technology perspective that the industry could be adopting. It either doesn't exist yet mm -hmm. or the industry is just slow to adopt it. And their perspective was, we're going to fix this. Mm -hmm. We're going to, we're going to create the solutions to the problems we feel like we have. Yeah. And, uh, and then that is even just table stakes. And then from there, let's, let's make this fun, right? Mm -hmm. Let's, let's put together some things that people not only need and would make their life easier, mm -hmm. but really want. It would make everything a little more exciting. Yeah. What I really like most about that is. It's basically someone creating a product to solve problems that they know they have. It's mm -hmm. not like for us, um, our platform's created based on a lot of conversations, but for you all, it's a product created from someone that has actually experienced the product. And that's a really, really cool. Right. So how, what was that process like for them? So did they hire a team? Did they, um, is Quex like part of the greater on an operated company, what was, how yeah, so kind of, well, we started out as part of, mm -hmm. of that company. Madera Residential is, is that our partner organization's name. So we started as part of Madera building, we started with a new property management system, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're not happy with any of the property management mm -hmm. systems. So you guys uh, built your own property management system. So we, yeah, we built our own proprietary property management system and it wasn't, you know, it, it works. It's stable. I still think it's better than the other ones that are out there, but it's still not good enough. Yeah. So. We're rebuilding that, but at the same time, um, while we're doing that, it's like, let's, let's look at, at some of these other things that just seem exciting, seem fun, right? Chatbots are, are an example of something that the industry is sort of dipping their toe in that water. Do we want a chatbot? Do we not? And, um, I feel like, you know, if you're asking a prospect on a website to interact with a paperclip or a little robot icon. I mean, I guess it's functional, but it's very fun. Yeah. Right? It's not a very cool experience. But if you're giving them a full CGI rendered person, mm -hmm. uh, 
you can talk to, you can ask her to tell you a joke. You can ask her just about anything you want about the community. Um, she's looking back at you. She's going to, you know, if you're smiling, she's going to smile at you. If you're frowning, she's going to, you know, give you a bit of a sympathetic look. She's making this an engaging conversation. Uh, that is what I think everybody's. Yeah. It adds a little more personality to it. it makes your company seem like it's more personal. You know, yeah. like you're actually talking to a person. It's not kind of a rigid, you know, we, yeah. we, we like to add a little warmth and conversation into it. Yeah. It's not, you know, you get to have a very structured conversation. Yeah. You can and I got talk. to try it out and I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, one of the cool things that um, the chatbot is able to do, what she showed me is if you look straight at, should I say it or her? <laughs> I look straight at her. Right? You say her. I, yeah. yeah. I can't help it. Um, so she can actually like follow you. Her eyes can actually follow you mm-hmm. as you move along. Like what I think is really cool about it is that it does give a different, completely different element. So like you said, most chatbots, everyone is, everyone at some point has sent a chatbot on a website and it is pretty robotic, but with this one, it adds that fun element. And it is something that a lot of people uh, kind of resonate with. So how many different customizable characters do you all have for uh, the chatbot or for her? We, we have two today. We have Mia and Jordan. Um, we've got at least two more in the works now. Kagan, I think could talk a little bit more about the timeline on them. Mm-hmm. But we'll, I mean, I, I expect this time next year, we'll probably have somewhere between five and 10. Yeah. Right. So what are you guys modeling the chatbots after? Is it just like the random faces or is there like a strategy right. behind it? Uh, there, is, there is a little bit of a strategy behind it. Um, you know, you have to essentially, we're, we're wanting this digital human to be a part of your staff. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a little bit behind making someone look professional, but mm-hmm. still comfortable to talk to, yeah. you know, someone that's um, more structured. And it also, you know, we can create these digital humans to be, you know, even more comfortable. If your company is laid back and relaxed, mm-hmm. we can do that. Or if, if you want, if you are a, um, apartment complex that is, um, you know, on the more professional side, mm-hmm. we can also have digital humans for that. So yeah. really kind of trying to speak to every kind of aspect or, or whatever your apartment community is after mm-hmm. in terms of professionalism or, or more laid back. Yeah. So then is the company able to, um, like customize and say, Hey, I want, I want to model our chatbot character after like our top decent agent of the month or whatever it is. You know, we spend some time talking about that if we would have that ability and we kind of just leave that more so on our end Mm -hmm. um, in terms of customizing just so it's something that is um, easily done for them. Mm -hmm. We really pride ourselves in being able to easily set up your digital human in 10 minutes. Um, And then from there, you're able to customize it to your heart's content if you would like to. But um, in terms of making it a super simple solution, we just try to be able to provide that digital human. Yeah, like right away. Yeah. So can you kind of talk me through uh, how it all works? So let's say I am an apartment prospect. I go to xyzapartments.com and I click on this, I assume there is a chatbot on the left-hand corner. Yeah, right there's a little, yeah. little banner that on the bottom corner of the yeah. screen. Okay. And so you click there and, um, you know, the first thing you get is a bit of a landing page that asks which character you'd <laughs> like to talk to. 
Uh, you can talk to Mia or Jordan and you can have that conversation in either English or Spanish. Mm -hmm. And so once you've kind of selected who you're going to talk to and in which language, mm -hmm. uh, she pops up in, in another browser window and you just have your conversation, right? What do you want to know about? Do you want to know how much are your one bedrooms? Do you so want to know? am I typing that out or am I asking her? Oh, voice? absolutely. Uh, yes, absolutely. Either way. Yeah, you can, uh, you can just have the conversation, right? You just talk to her and she talks back. But if you find yourself in a position where you'd rather this be a quiet conversation, then you can either type it like a normal chat where it would be, or you can even uh, just click the button <laughs> like with your mouse or on your phone. Uh, it's a great conversation on the phone. You know, it looks just like a FaceTime conversation yeah. and you get navigation buttons that you can just click through on your phone. So you can have that conversation that way. Yeah. So for those are, uh, for people that are not as familiar with chatbots, so what are some of the ways that a prospect is able to use it? So what am I asking Mia? Am I asking like, hey, uh, when are the, when, what kind of amenities do you have? Like, what are some of those questions that a chatbot is able to uh, respond to or manage? Right. Yeah. So we have got, um, it, it gets very granular in terms of things that our digital human can answer. Um, an apartment community would go in and select the amenities that they have available. And then you can go in and integrate neighborhood information. She is equipped to essentially answer any kind of conversation we've gone through and done research on, on what different questions would ask, you know, or, or different questions that someone would ask, you know, in terms of price, mm -hmm. in terms of schools nearby, in terms of, you know, what's different kinds of fees that they might ask. So that's kind of, uh, we, we've really tried to go through and answer any apartment type conversations um, you get, that she can answer. And along with that, we wanted to make sure that it's not going to be a robotic conversation to where she has multiple answers for the yeah. same question. So someone can go through and ask the same question again at a different <laughs> time, and she's going to give a different structured answer, <laughs> so it, a different conversation. And it adds a little more of a personal element on it. <laughs> but then also, you know, things that, or not even apartment focus, like even asking a joke, stuff like yeah. that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. it's like Siri in some ways, but specifically to- A little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, you're not going to ask her who won the Jets game, but yeah. um, she can field two or 300 questions about your community and your neighborhood. And the cool thing is, you know, we give you a thousand or so catalog responses around those types of questions. But the real magic is your ability to really easily go in there and customize your responses to every one of those two to three hundred questions. Yeah. So you give her the personality you want her to have. Uh, you you tailor the answers you want to have. And if you want our catalog, if you like our catalog responses, use them. <laughs> uh, but you can make it your own. And it's really simple to do that. Uh, so for a property manager, so what are some of those benefits of having a, like a simple chatbot? Um, what do you all have? Imagine a huge chunk of it is the cost savings and just like the time responding to the same questions like over and over again. Like what are some of those like other benefits you guys have had having something like this? Well, so I think from any chatbot, really, not just ours, but industry-wide, I think everybody kind of knows that even during office hours, mm -hmm. if somebody were to make a call to your community, mm -hmm. probably about 40% of those phone calls go unanswered. Yeah. Right, the leasing agents are busy. They're <laughs> talking to residents. You know, it's a relationship job. So they're out having relationships with their residents and they're not just sitting around waiting to answer the phone. So you can now have the conversation with me or Jordan instead of, and not have to worry about the, the phone not being answered. 
Uh, but then all of those communication and conversations that happen in the evening hours and when people are browsing, looking for apartments, yeah. uh, you can, most chatbots really provide that capability. Ours just makes it feel like it's just a much more exciting, more much more engaging oh. like that, right? We read back some of the transcripts. It's kind of fun uh, of the conversations. They're all anonymous. We don't know who's talking until they, if they want to schedule a tour, that's when we ask them who they are. Up until then, it's anonymous. But we still track the conversations and we'll go back and, you know, they're like, hey, honey, come look at this. Or, you know, guys, <laughs> check this out. Or, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, you, you can literally hear the excitement of the people. Oh, wow. I mean, it kills the conversation. She doesn't know how to respond to, hey, honey, come <laughs> check this out. But, and she's like, I don't know what you just said. Uh, we should, we should, try yeah. to, we should do a custom <laughs> response. Yeah, 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 we need to do that. So, yeah, yeah, bring her over. Like, bring her <laughs> yeah. over. Right. right. Uh, but you could see the excitement people have just having this engaging experience. And, and that's, that's what's best about it. it. It's new right now and people adopt things that are new a little slowly. But I think before too long, you're going to have to be at this level. Talking yeah. to a paperclip isn't going to be good enough. Yeah. So for the properties that have adopted this, like what have been some of the feedback you all received? We have gotten great feedback, especially during um, COVID times where offices were shut down. You know, that was still provided the apartment complex with the ability to schedule tours or, to, you know, have those conversations with people that they wouldn't be able to have in the office because offices were shut down even post COVID or in, in this era right now. Um, they're seeing a bunch. Of, I mean, everyone's going to go to your website before they step foot into an apartment complex, of course. So it's nice to provide them a full experience. So they go to your website. They check out all of, you know, the amenities and pictures and they decide like, okay, this is awesome. And then to have that full um, transition from someone that is prospective person looking at your apartment to a scheduled tour before any of your staff has to even touch it um, is super beneficial for them. And it saves them a ton of time. And, and you've already got that information. It integrates automatically. So, I mean, that information from the digital human is captured and sent over to someone for a scheduled tour. Yeah. So it just, it makes the lives of the staff a lot easier. Yeah, I imagine. So besides the focus on this really making life easier for the site teams, automating all those repetitive questions that they get, have you guys looked at the conversion rate? And if your solution has a different conversion rate than regular just like paper clip like chatbots i don't i mean i guess i could let kagan answer this i don't know if we've compared it specifically to other chatbots you know we've we definitely have looked at the difference between um having me and jordan and not having me and jordan but wait, i'll let kagan yeah yeah no absolutely yeah um to jason's point we haven't necessarily compared it to other chatbots on um in the market. But yeah, in, in terms of conversion rates, we've probably had, uh, I think it was, we captured about 70% of prospective residents that integrated with Mia or interacted with Mia that scheduled a, a tour and oh, wow. in person, yeah, meeting. Wow. Yeah, they show up, they actually show up to the tour uh, at a much higher rate than if you were to, if you were to call a leasing agent, who kind of pressures you to schedule a tour and get a tour scheduled. Maybe you schedule that tour just to get off the phone, but uh, through the conversation with me and Jordan, that's all on you, right? So if you want to schedule a tour, you're invested. 
So it's a quality over quantity type of thing. People show up for those tours at a much higher rate than, um, than without. And yeah, our conversion rate, I think we're looking at an additional in the, in the communities that we've had are installed for the last year, we're looking at an average of between four or five additional leases per property per month. And so that's the revenue side of that is much higher yeah. than what you cost. So that's, that's 10 to 15 X over, over what you cost. Yeah. So then looking at, um, part of what I really liked about this is that a lot of your products come from owner operators that are really understand the challenges yeah. in property management and managing an um, apartment like day to day, day to day. So when you all think about property management as a whole, what are some of the, the key challenges that you see for property managers? Like what are some of those other things that they identified as, hey, this doesn't work and this is something that we need to do as an industry, we need to do a lot better or there needs to be some type of solution to this because the chatbot is a good, great example. Mm -hmm. So right. what are some of those other things you all have found to be like, hey, this is perfect. Yeah. Um, one of the major gaps we've seen is being able to have customized reporting and data points. Uh, you know, that's uh, every operation needs to be able to see what they want to see. And just like every community is different, what they're wanting to see and what they're wanting to access is going to be different as well. So that's something that we've really tried to strive for is providing um, essentially an open API platform, being able to integrate with any person that or any company that um, would like to integrate with us and being able to provide copious amounts of data, therefore being able to give that apartment community what what they need yeah. and what they're looking for. It feels like everybody's looking for almost this, particularly, I think it's been driven by the pandemic, but this touch-free experience from, I want to, like a self-guided tour of the apartment itself to now I want to apply for it. Now I want to sign the lease. And then I want to be able to get into my apartment and pick up my key and not have to necessarily interact, right? Be able to do this somewhat touch-free. So, uh, that's where we're going with all of it, right? We have an IOT solution where you can credential and, and uncredential our locks um, and the access points. So you schedule a tour uh, with me or Jordan, you have a conversation with them and they say, okay, you're, uh, you're credentialed. You can use your phone to get access to the, the lock. You go into the apartment, uh, both Mia and Jordan are there on a little tablet or something kind of on the counter and you can talk to them and ask them additional questions while you're touring the apartment about that community. You go back, you want to apply, you say, I like it. I want to apply. Uh, and you do your application process. Um, our digital human can walk you through the application process. And once you're approved, you get the lease and the lease just comes and they can talk you through making sure that you feel comfortable signing the lease and, and that aspect of it. And then you show up and be able to get your key and get in and move in. And you haven't had to spend time in the office. You haven't had to necessarily interact with anybody and you're home. You went through that whole process in what maybe used to take weeks. Uh, if you probably combined all that time together, you probably get through that whole process in about an hour. So to be clear, is that something you guys have already built or is that part of what is in your timeline? So some is built and some is roadmap, right? We're not entirely there, but uh, I would say again, probably by the next by this time next year, we'll, and we'll be doing that. We'll have all of that, that entire process. We're working on it in parallel, uh, several different efforts that will be converging around next summer. 
And I think that that entire chain of a touch-free touring to leasing is going to be there next summer. And it's so critical right now, kind of for a lot of property management companies, a big challenge and pain point right now is retaining employees and then hiring new people. So the more that you can offload from the people that you do have, the better it is. So you actually need to hire way less people. Mm -hmm. So are those part of what you all are thinking about? Is that part of a response to some of the issues that have come up from the pandemic, which is high turnover? Mm -hmm. Um, We want to ensure that it's... um, we do not want our products to take the place of a human. You know, there we still have a, um, you, you still have that human connection and everyone is special and um, providing what they can do as an employee. We just want to offload all of those tedious tasks yeah. and, and make it easier for those people. Yeah. Um, it, it essentially is just meant there be there to help and to get your employees to go back to doing the things that are super important, which is maintaining resident relationships, um, taking so much time off of maintenance um, in terms of our IoT product. Um, it, it's really just meant there to be saving an extraordinary amount of time. Yeah. yeah, we mentioned this is a relationship business and you know our leasing agents and our property managers, that's what they want to be doing. They want to be building those deep relationships with people. And to be honest, that. Mia and Jordan, they, they look great, but they're not actually building real deep relationships, right? Only people can do that right now. Uh, computers can't do it, but what we can do is we can make, you know, your people feel great for a while doing those repetitive, those, those tedious tasks. And it frees up the staff to really yeah, build those like actual real work, not just like yeah, the, the success over and over. The success is in the relationships. Yeah. And so we're not trying to replace people. We're trying to free people up mm-hmm. to do what it is that the reason that you're here. Yeah. Uh, one thing I really liked uh, when you showed me the demo was that for those like 300 responses for uh, Neo Jordan, uh, that the property managers are able to kind of customize. A lot of it is already pre-built. So it's really simple to... Uh, get started or add your own customizations. Can you kind of talk through a little bit how you all or how your clients go about customizing those responses? Well, I mean, it's very simple. The UI associated with it looks super cool and it looks complicated and it's just not, right? Um, The Quex philosophy is brilliantly simple. We try to take everything and grind it through the complexity and come out simple on the other end of complexity. And that's where I think we've achieved that and that you've got like three buttons to click and I can, I can find what specific topic I'm looking for. We, any one of those 300 questions to call that a topic, I'm going to grab a topic and I'm going to customize response for that topic. I just click a button. I type in my response. I hit save. It's live immediately, right? There's nothing else past that. The next person that asks that question is going to get your customer response <laughs> and you can create a hundred custom responses for every question if you want, right? If you want to put that much time into it, but you know, your region, you know your prospects, you know your neighborhood. I don't, right? I can come up with, you know, we try to come up with entertaining, pithy kind of responses to all of those questions, um, but they're not yours. They're not your yeah. neighborhood. So that's the magic really is get in there and make it yours. Yeah, I absolutely love all of that. And it sounds like you guys have a really, really robust like, roadmap. So when you look at all like the major challenges in the property management industry, what is one 
that if you could like wave a wand, you could sell you water soft like instantly for property managers. Well, I love it for to be actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big question. Um, wow. I think. Um, there's so many that I can think of, and I'm trying to think of the one that yeah. just um, is overarching for everyone. For me, one of the big ones is reports, uh, yeah. like from property managers. I think you kind of alluded to that earlier. One of the big complaints for property managers, especially site teams, is the number of reports that they have to do. Like mm -hmm. people are creating reports from other reports and right. no one actually has a dashboard. Because a report, by the time you get an email to you, most times it's already kind of out of date. Right. Well, the dashboard shows you here are all the things and here are the two that you actually need to pay attention to because mm -hmm. they are out of whack or something else is happened. Yeah. 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 I mean, we'll look for that. Right now, property management system, when it comes out next summer, we'll have that capability. Here's, here's a bunch of dashboards, right? But you know what? Pick the six or eight that are your favorites and pull it up on your phone and it'll be there. You can look at many times. You don't. Sure, we'll be able to email reports to you, but really, do you want to do that? Just, just look it up. Yeah. It's so easy to look up. You don't have to have any a report emailed to you. I'll tell you one of the things that I'm pushing for in the industry that I don't think is that I don't think the industry is ready for yet is just um, application pre-approvals, like the mortgage industry has. Right? I'm going to go to Rocket Mortgage and I'm going to say, "Oh, you're you're approved for this amount," and I can take this amount to anywhere I want to go and get approved for that mortgage. Right? Uh, you can't do that in the apartment industry. Oh, I love that. I can't say, I want to log in. I just want to do this application process and say, you are pre-approved for $2,400 a month. And here's a, here's a list of the people that uh, are going to honor that pre-approval. Yeah. So just take it there. And I good. love that. Right. And we're not, I don't think we're there yet emotionally, but uh, by the time the industry is, we'll be there. Because then that becomes like instant approval, like yep. instant leases. Like, oh, here's and my thing. I might I'm going with this. I, I go everywhere. And by the way, me and Jordan will be happy to schedule a tour for you yeah. in one of these places. Yeah. Uh, no, I love that. I think, um, you know, as I think about that question, um, one of our biggest missions is to reduce that barrier of entry for apartment complexes to have these necessities. Um, you know, we're at a day and age where apartments, it's, it's almost a necessity to provide Wi-Fi. It's, it's, it's a basic need yeah. these days. Um, but for us to be able or just to, to reduce that barrier of entry to provide stuff that are, are needs, um, it seems like we're at a point where it's, um, these things are only expected in higher apartment yeah. communities, but we want to provide Everybody. the stuff. I love that. Technology. Everybody is, everyone everyone benefits from those. That's it's, the thing that always gets me. Like for the high ends, they just get everything. Mm -hmm. But the fact that it's the majority of renters and not right. the upper echelon, right. they are just regular people. And it's people that actually need those things. Yes. But yeah. if you're in an apartment community that's already 15 or 20 years old, yeah. how do I have to, I now have to run all this wiring and I have mm -hmm. to add a thousand devices in order to make uh, locks and thermostats. Work. Yeah. But, but it's not true. You don't. Right. So as right. she's saying, that's been our big focus, right? How do I get into a 20 year old building and provide you with this IOT solution and, and smart home technology? You don't have to run these wires and cables, no. right? We, uh, we're going to make this a lot easier for you than you think. Yeah. So then if I'm an owner and operator, uh, 
those types of properties like a COD? Mm-hmm. Like, how should I go about thinking about that? Like, hey, I want to offer these types of... Right. I wouldn't really call them amenities because it is like basics. It's not like basics. Yeah, that's it. It's like mm-hmm. you said, like, how should they think about that? And how can they go about doing it? Well, um, like I was saying, if, if cost is ever a big factor, that's, of course, what you need to do when you're when you're weeding out these technology companies. Um, but something that is the best fit for um, an apartment community that's a little bit older is something that's not going to require any downtime for your apartment, something that's going to be an easy installation, an easy implementation, um, something that you can do with the existing infrastructure and staff that you have. So um, if it's something as easy as your maintenance can install it, you know, that that's um, our IoT product. It is essential as just replacing the thermostat that you have right there in the lock. And then from there, all we're going to do is just put up an antenna in your property office and then you've got connectivity. And you're done, right? You're not, you're not installing wireless access ports every hundred feet along every hallway on the outside of the building. You're not having to rewire thermostats. Um, Our partner company, Madera Residential, at the time when we first launched Quex, that was the majority of their portfolio would be in C communities. Mm -hmm. That was the, one of our primary goals was to say, you know what, uh, the high-end properties are able to take care of themselves, but everybody should be able to have this. Yeah. So as we design these solutions, as we build them from scratch, build them from scratch, thinking about the bees in this, right? How do you retrofit this really easily? How, you know, how do we make it inexpensive enough so that everybody is able to, uh, take advantage of these technologies? I love them. I think that's like such a big need because like looking at Ron Updeck. You can tell like almost all of these are targeted to the A's, uh, the A yep. buildings and not as much. Every kid needs high speed internet access. Yeah, Absolutely. every kid. Um, we actually, there was with our managed Wi-Fi product, we went through a community that um, we had installed that. And, you know, it, at first it, it seems like it's going to be, you're a little nervous about how you tell a resident that Wi-Fi is already installed, like you, you don't have to worry about it yourself. But the um, response was incredible. It was at, it was at a C property and there was a woman that if she had to get Wi-Fi on her own, she wouldn't have been able to pay for it. And yet wow. her monitor, she had a pacemaker yeah. that operated on Wi-Fi. And oh her God. doctor was not going to be able to receive that information if it wasn't for yeah. the Wi-Fi that we had installed on that property. And I mean, there are countless stories like that but it makes you realize that there, there's things so much it bigger. Than it seems just so Wi-Fi. basic, yeah. It is. So and can you talk a little bit more about what is like the managed Wi-Fi, uh, Wi-Fi product? Like how does that work? Yeah, so it is, um, we would go into an apartment community and you just install a small device within each apartment community or each unit. And then it is essentially for the operator, you can turn it off and on. Um, as residents leave or arrive. And then um, with that, we just recommend that you provide a small technology fee that's lumped in with rent. Um, with that, we can provide up to 300 megabits um, up and down, which is incredibly fast to speed at a price that an individual can't get it on their own, you know, wow. as you know, with the big companies. And along with that, we can also provide um, brokering with those big guys. You know, sometimes it's, it's, a little cumbersome as an owner operator of an apartment community to try to know what questions to ask and and what to kind of um, install for their community. So we'll do that on your half as well. 
Man, that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's really cool. Unlimited device connectivity. Um, it's just something that that it's there for the residents. Mm-hmm. As soon as they move in, they don't have it. ready. Follows you around the campus. If yeah. you're down at the pool, you're still using your Wi-Fi from your unit. Yeah. Logging in. Yeah. And it sounds like for some properties, if they want to have that as like an extra fee, that becomes a revenue opportunity, whether they're Absolutely. A from the class. Yeah. And, and that is our recommended approach. I mean, the operator can do, can take whatever approach they want, but our recommendation is uh, a small fee to the residents that, again, you're providing them a capability that this fee is probably 30%, 40% less expensive than if they were to try to get this on their own. So they're saving money. But at the same time, that additional revenue is more than covering these costs and making a profit. Yeah. And the other reason why I love that is because one thing that other companies do really well is bundling. And it's what a lot of people like. Like, mm-hmm. if I want to get on a flight, I don't want to have to like do this, do this, do this. I just want to like bundle everything together. Right. So it's really, really like simple. Mm-hmm. So as a resident, it's like, yeah, I want this just part of my monthly rent. So I don't have to think about calling Comcast or whatever to come in to set up my electricity or set up my internet and then figure out like when they're going to arrive and all of that. It's just like, oh yeah, when I move in, it's ready and it's there. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I absolutely love that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So Kagan and uh, Jason, thank you guys so thank much you. for being here. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, really. Thank you guys. <laughs> That's awesome. I learned a lot from you guys.